so you said that we did two sessions? Yeah, we've had two sessions so far. Um, yeah, one we kind of focused on upper back and neck, and the second one was just kind of full body type thing, just kind of moving where we felt like it. But um, I feel like there's just a lot to unpack as far as like my clients are really, really loving everything that I've been implementing so far. So I just wanted to let you know that. And I've texted you, right? I, like I, I'm that kind of person who like, I'm not afraid to like tell, like share with the things that I really am enjoying that I love that, you know, if I'm seeing results, I'll let you know, right? Like, I, cause it's exciting for me. Yeah. And uh, so it was nice to work on Otis last time. He was very, he's a big guy. He's tall, big, like, um, but it was nice to know that if I could like work on a body like that, this is going to be pretty simple. Like, pretty easy, you know, a lot easier on my body. Um, cause I felt it was like, it was very, like, I didn't obviously didn't use my hands. It wasn't that much work, but he's a big dude. So, you know, I was kind of sweating by the end of it, but knowing that I could work on someone of his stature and do this well, um, made me feel really good. Um, and so also with the clients that I'm working on now, still on a table, I'm in implementing more of the, the table tie techniques that you've told me because I'm not all the way on a mat yet. Right. Yeah. And so, um, my clients are saying things like, wow, like I, it feels almost like I'm in a PT session, right? Like I'm sure you've gotten that before, or I feel like I, this is like PT, but like, I'm not doing the work, <laughs> you know? So it's not like hard, but I feel like it's just like so much more than just a typical, massage like that's what I'm getting from like most of my clients right now yeah. which is fantastic um and so a lot of my reviews are coming in with those kind of words and things like that um so I'm, I'm just I'm just really excited that I kind of took the plunge to go with the mat like just full-on just go right to the mat which I don't know how I was going to ask you like the people that you're training like do they have a lot of hesitancy to go right to like how many would you say go right to the mat after they do like one class of the table versus like they just they just want to stick with like table time? So this is a, an inordinately complex issue. And okay. sometimes when I discuss this with students, when I discuss the overall business, there's a misunderstanding about what's going on. So the students will see like we have 300 or so subscribers. Most of those subscribers are in the, the private Facebook group. They, they think that represents this like huge swath of the marketplace. 300 people is for 50 states. Is that six people per state? My, my work doesn't touch 0.01% of the massage marketplace currently. Mm -hmm. So the students, and this has been my experience, the students who take group classes with me here in Austin primarily, because this is where I live, they will take an, an initial 18-hour intro tie class, which is mat-based, or a 12-hour table tie class, which is all table. Mm -hmm. They will incorporate a move or two from the table class and then lose everything from the mat class they just took because the facility they work in is all table-based. Oh. Yeah. So there's been no significant bump on the dial, in my opinion, locally. Yeah. There is okay. little, little to no interest, in my opinion, 
when I, and when I say this, I don't mean that nobody's doing it. What I mean is when you look at the big picture of somebody who's running cameras across the internet from four camera angles, teaching you interactively live, the private students, even through the cameras are learning three times as fast. And they're yeah. the ones jumping to the mat and then going, Oh, there's nobody to work on me. And I'm like, we don't have any kind of market saturation to be able to form yeah. communities online that are like satellite hubs. So my perspective on things sometimes I think is misconstrued because students don't understand the degree to which I'm marketing and pushing yeah. something over the internet. Yeah. And most of the students, in my opinion, and most people, um, and I mean this in a positive way, most people are followers. Massage therapists will want to do what I do when they've seen 10 or 100 of students like you do it successfully. Once you look yeah. like a boss babe, everything will yeah. just cascade and roll along. Right, right now, it's one weird guy in Austin that we don't like who's rude and abrasive and doesn't dress professionally or whatever they say. They can't quite wrap their brain around. Fundamentally, yeah. it's just working on a mat. Let's make it that complicated. Don't worry about yeah. suspension or abdominal work. It's like, what is this? But you can't change massage. Like, this is an ancient. And I'm like, yeah. What if we could solve a problem in a radically new way? Yeah. The industry is not prepared for that conversation. And in the meantime, what we have is body tempering, stretch lab, stretch zone, <laughs> all this shit rolling out. Yeah. And it's like the therapists are like, ooh, this looks interesting. And I'm like, well, what do you guys <laughs> think I've been teaching? Like yeah. my work is going beyond all of this stuff I see in the marketplace, but the branding and the logos and the merchandise and the stuff behind it, it is, isn't yeah. there yet. It isn't there yet right. to, to capture them quite. Right. So do you feel like a lot of the students that you bring on are not self-employed? That That's where the hang-up is to, well, well, I can't. Big big picture, right? Not just class in Austin, not just working with you. Yeah. What percentage of massage therapists across the massage industry are self-employed? Not very many. I would think there's way more employees than, I mean. Yeah. I, I, let's just make up a number because I don't really know. Let's say 30%. Yeah, and I was going to say 20 Of that 30%, how many of like are completely fully employed and then some of them are just doing some stuff on the side? Make, yeah. make it another 15%. So right. in a sense, even though I'm teaching table tie, it's very challenging to try to market what I'm teaching to a table-based audience that's an employee where they're afraid to break the mold because the boss is going to get pissed off because they're not delivering massage make sense well yeah that I, I mean for me i think at one point in my career i was trying to leave massage this was back from probably like 2016 uh, i actually did leave massage for a little bit i actually started working in iheart radio for a little bit doing sales yeah and but i was so like I'd already been doing it for like six years. My body hurt. I was working like eight hour shifts at the salon, right? Like back to back to back kind of thing. And I just, I felt the same way. I was like, why am I going to take these continuing education credits be and like not be able to use, <laughs> I don't know, continuing education. I know that's a whole different like conversation itself with you, but like, 
you know, like I was got certified in cupping. I sold my cups because I'm like, there's no, there's no reason for me. I can't do this at my job, you know, yeah. and I was working so much. There's no way I could even have like do this on the side, you know? So I'm like, I just spent hundreds of dollars for no reason, but okay. You know, lesson learned. So, If you look at it from a consumer perspective, the mm -hmm. students rarely tell me that the clients don't like it. Like, You've only right. done two trainings. You've just introduced the mat to some degree. Are you getting negative feedback from clients? Mm -mm. So no. the deal is, I have been told in no uncertain terms that it's more effective, it's easier on the therapist's bodies, and they can charge more for it. And I go, mm -hmm. it sounds like I just innovated an industry. The problem is the facility owner, let's say they've got 20 massage therapists on staff, <clears throat> Why would a facility owner <clears throat> want to change things to have students doing or staff doing what I'm teaching? You become skilled labor, you're harder to replace, and the massage therapists are pushing back because I'm changing the service. I never get complaints from clients. That's never the issue. The clients are like, right. this, is a, this is amazingly effective. Why aren't massage therapists doing this? And I say, yeah. Massage therapists are not only telling me that what I teach is not Thai massage, they're telling me it's not massage at all. And they're like, oh my God, are you serious? And I go, they're, they're taught this practice in school and I'm slowly, they understand I'm dismantling it. I'm going back to basics and going, listen, I'm going to give you 50 to 75% more tools for any given issue. Yeah. The mat. Yeah. That foundation turns everything upside down now yeah that foundation is strange enough now add i'm going to teach on the internet from four camera angles and reach out to anybody i can find it's it's disruptive and frankly it doesn't lead to a sort of standardization that makes facility owners comfortable to adopt a new model yet yeah, yeah. right yeah i uh i don't know like even so I got like the photos done, which obviously I did like on purpose. <laughs> um, but even just being able to share the few things that I've shared and it's not a lot, it's like two pictures, right? I don't even have like the final images yet, but, um, but also being on LinkedIn. So that right now for me, when we talk about marketing, like for me, that's like my space and talk about no one being on LinkedIn, like, I mean, massage therapists in general, like it's taken a long time to even get on like anything like, but now I see more people on Instagram showing like the reels and stuff and making stuff, which is fine. But like, I feel like I'm, I'm also in a space completely on my own too on LinkedIn, because that's where my target market is, <laughs> you know, like working professionals who have the money, who are busy during the day, but they can come in at night because no one else who's independent has those hours. I look online for me to try to get a massage and like no one's open past two you know so that in itself I feel like I'm filling a gap too but like even just like posting a few of the pictures that I've had of like my foot in someone's back or you know just something like I don't know like that just garners so much curiosity you know already which is great for me so I can only imagine what's going to happen once I start putting video out and like little clips and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm very excited and I'm just happy that I'm working with someone who like 
understands all of that because <laughs> I don't know, like, like I've told you before, that's one of the reasons why I like started following you in the first place. Cause I'm just like, okay, well this person obviously understands it and what, like no one else really does. Like I always felt like I was just alone in that sense because like I would try to get together with other therapists and they, they don't understand the concept of putting themselves out there, you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like, sure. Like just stay quiet, I guess. Like just struggle, you know, I don't know. So, well, <laughs> there's a regular student I work with and I'm not teasing Wendy. Um, Wendy is building her practice here in Austin and she's super excited about the trainings we're doing and she's learning like super fast. She's yeah. working on clients, getting great results. I keep, you know, just, uh, iterating. Like I just keep training, keep working with her, nurturing her, assisting. And she'll tell me regularly, she's like, I hate social media. Mm -hmm. And I go, wow, it's a perfect student. Totally adept at the body work, wants to learn as fast as possible, completely hates social media. I'm yeah. like, Wendy, why do you dislike getting clients effortlessly? And she's like, no, <laughs> but I hate social media. And I'm like, that's a, that's a very blanket statement, I would feel you, like. Would you run TV ads? Yes. Would you run radio ads? Yes. Would you run newspaper ads? Yes. This mm -hmm. is the TV. This is the radio. This is the newspaper. And its distribution is free and global. What did she say? Because it's hard or she doesn't like, I don't like no, what is um, there? I, I think that, I think students have a, a bias, um, about about many things but just to make this clear like we're having a conversation somebody sees this later you worked in social media sort of stuff before you did yeah. massage right and yeah so kind of in what industry was that small business okay like, so yeah. you have some business experience outside of the massage world the therapists don't understand in, True. in my case i knew that for me to go where i wanted to go and i said okay what's maximally effective for the client and what's easiest on my body, next level pain relief. When, I, when, I, when those two lines crossed, I was like that, go do that, go do that. And then I got, this is not Thai, eh, this is not massage. Eh, and I'm like, it's maximally effective for the client's pain. And <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh. I said, it's maximally effective for the client's pain and it's easy and nearly effortless on my body. And they went, this is not massage. And then I went, yeah. Now, I had a business problem, and as as a former philosophy student, how much time did I really spend dealing with business? Not a lot. No. Not a lot. But here's what happened: very slowly and incrementally, got a website, got some social media presence, had a flip cam. wasn't even as good as a smartphone. Um, yeah. Made a YouTube channel. This is very incremental years. Twitter, yeah. you know, Instagram, Facebook, business page, yeah. lather, rinse, repeat, started making video, things started to grow. People started to find me organically. Money just came in. Yeah. It didn't feel like I was yeah. doing anything except just turning this on and showing them what I was already doing. Mm -hmm. Once I had that positive association and feedback loop, I just kept giving it nuance to even like leading to the podcast and it's like, well, who taught you how to do it? I'm like, nobody. Like, somebody introduced right. me to the software, but I'm the one who made the graphics and embedded the <clears> Instagram <throat> thing and the YouTube thing and, the, you know, just, just keep building. And people are like, how did you learn how to have a podcast? And I'm like, 
I went to YouTube and searched for videos and said, how do I make a podcast on Anchor? And yep. you, you read and watch videos and you yeah. can learn how to do most things, which is yeah. 75% of it is like, I get great ideas from people like you. The other, the other 75% is just like me, you know, doing yeah. some research. So yeah. there are certain associations because for Wendy, I think what it is and massage therapists are like this. They want to interact with people one-on-one. They want yeah. to interact with people in a magical way, hands-on. Like yeah. Wendy will talk about it and say, well, my practice is, is filling up and I'm just doing this one-on-one hands-on thing. What Wendy can't see is I want Wendy and Kristen, I'll use them too as an example because they study with me consistently. I don't yeah. want them to have full practices in Austin. I want Russian oligarchs to be contacting them and saying, can you come to Moscow and work on me and my family? I want them to have so much right. reach that people in Dubai are like, hey, can you come out and stay in Dubai for a month to work on my friend's family and loved one? We'll, we'll, we'll pay yeah. you like $100,000 if you come out for the month. Yeah. They're not remotely thinking on that level, and I am. Same. The, the social yeah. media side, you don't have to do much. Do you know how excited I was? One, I don't want to be your graphic designer. Do you know how excited I was to take You don't your, have time for that. No, but do you know how excited I was to get photos and stuff that I could like repurpose and mix in various ways? Probably the, very. The students don't produce any. And then they wonder yeah. why their business. And it's like, listen, you have to communicate with the public in yeah. the decade that you live in. Like you can like TikTok. I got on TikTok fairly early on. This is two, three years ago. Uh, dur during a pre-pandemic, but it was like I was playing with the platform, trying to understand what was going on with TikTok, and it, it blew my mind because yeah. I pay enough attention to social media. I don't consider myself an expert, but enough to understand that something was going on. Now, <laughs> at that time, you could talk about TikTok in a Facebook group for massage therapists, and they would laugh at you. They're like, that is the dumbest platform I have ever seen, and I'm like, I made a seven second video that got 800,000 views. Hmm. Yeah. Like you can, you can say whatever you want. Like it's not the platform, it's how you're using it. Like even I, I don't feel like a master of anything, podcast, YouTube, yeah. video, like I'm still learning. Yeah. The difference yeah. is the thousand videos on my YouTube channel mean that like, like I went and looked at my analytics, uh, I think last night. And I think um, this month so far, 6,000 video views this month. On what? On YouTube? Or? On my YouTube channel, there were 6,000 video views this month. 6,000 people this month alone were watching yeah. videos on my YouTube channel. And I keep adding videos. Mm -hmm. So what happens 10 years from now? What, what do they think about me and my level of professionalism? Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's almost yeah. incalculable, and I don't understand why the students don't quite see it. But again, mm -hmm. in my experience, just like most people, massage therapists are followers. They only want to do it if they've seen somebody else do it successfully. Yeah, I'm, I'm introducing a bunch of weird stuff, which is mat-based, clothes on, film and photo document everything. Those three things make me a complete pariah in an industry. All you have to do is produce a little bit of graphics and a little bit of video. Oh, yeah. And you're outperforming 95% yeah. of massage therapists globally. <clears throat> Agreed. 
Yeah. One of the first things that I like when I was learning about like online marketing back in 2015, as I remember like one of my mentors saying like, learn how to be everywhere without being anywhere at the same. And that's, you know what I mean? So it's, but I, one of the things is that I, I think a lot of people just, they don't want to take the, they don't have like the long-term mindset. It's like, how do I get clients right now? Right now? I just, it's like the one-off, right? It's like, okay, I'm, I'm slow this week. How do I, how do I market? Marketing to them is like, come in for an appointment. I got an appointment. Like <laughs> I'm open this week. Right. Like, and I, there's a time and a place for that. I still put that stuff out, but I've, I've created such, um, like trust and like this relationship with my already clients. Right. So like, it's easy, like for them, that's the kind of stuff I push towards them. Like, Hey, do you want my, when my stuff here, come in, I got some openings. But when it comes to like the new, the new and the people who've never even met me before, that's completely different marketing, you know? And so, and that's something, you know, obviously learning and more transitioning into that chronic pain. Like it's such a pivot for me. But for me, I have to dive right into it. I can't just like tiptoe. I can't like, I can't tiptoe on like one side. And then like this week I'm kind of doing like this, but then like, mm, this is going good. So I want to do this. Like for me, when I am interested in something, I go like, you know, full feet in, just dive right in kind of thing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of just who I am. And that's just kind of like my personality. Um. But yeah, I just think massage therapists in general, they, they yeah, it's more of like the right now. Mm-hmm. I need the right now. It's Ooh. not, it's not looking into the future because like, I'm the same way with you, right? I took the whole stance of like, okay, like let's build my personal brand to the point where like, now I'm having people reach out to me. Like I just had a girl reach out to me saying like, oh my gosh, would you, would you come and speak to our group of young professionals about your business? And I'll be right. Like but that's taken like years of just, even when I tried to leave massage, I was still making videos and like talking to the world and, you know, like just all these things, you know, but I just don't know if like that mindset is out there for most people, No, (laughs) unfortunately. I've done counseling for years and years and years since I was in my probably 18, 19 years old. Give me uh, me a second, give me a second. Oh, take a second. And where were we? Um, I think you were saying, so I was just saying how, like, I've just been talking for years, you know, and I'm getting people who want to like, literally, you're like, can you come talk and do this? Can you come talk and do that? Like, I mean, remember I talked about like facilities and then like schools. I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story just to, to reiterate like certain ideas and concepts. So I was doing something different. I needed to build a footprint so that people considered me a professional. So I just kept making video. Um, I got very uh, attracted and fixated on Gary V. And mm-hmm. Gary V to me was kind of like an internet business coach. Gary was yeah. the guy I would uh, talk to via video, so to speak, where he'd keep yeah. feeding me ideas. And I got a, a t-shirt and it was of Gary V and it said, ideas are shit execution is the game i was like yeah i was like there you go like i understood that i wore that shirt and i would purposely do this i would wear the shirt while i was teaching 
so that when we film the videos and the videos go live on YouTube, people would see the massage therapist promoting Gary V. Oh, sure. Okay. So yeah. as things continued to grow, occasionally somebody would say, is that Gary V? You know, or something like that, or some, some recognition. Local schools mm -hmm. generally do not promote what I teach. They consider me sort of like anarchist. He's trouble. Yeah. He's not following the rules. Like he's, we can't control him. It's, it's mm -hmm. dangerous in a sense. So I had a school contact me and they said, uh, the, the teacher said, Robert, we need someone to come to the school and talk about social media marketing. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, when do we, when do we need to do that? And this is a free thing for the school. This is me dedicating my time to go do, do some free stuff to help the students. And I go, why are you contacting me to get, and she said, Robert, you're all over social media. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's obvious that you know what you're doing because nobody can avoid you in the massage community in Austin. And after we set up the date, she said, but I, I gotta admit, Robert, I, I, have, I have some problems with you. And I said, you don't like the way I dress, do you? And she said, no, Robert, it's not very professional. And I said, you don't like the t-shirt I wear that says ideas or shit. And she's like, no, Robert, it's just not very professional. I'm like, that's Gary V. Do you know who Gary V is? And she's like, what? <laughs> Gary V is an online entrepreneur and like business person that I'm trying to get the students to, to look at. She was, she was shocked. Like she, she thought it was just, I just dressed unprofessionally. They're not looking deep enough at like the process of what's going on. The same yeah. industry that completely blocks me and says, fuck this guy. I'm winning. Like I have a podcast, YouTube videos. Yeah. I'm getting ready yeah. to hire people. I'm teaching classes online, four cameras yeah. on the internet, survive COVID, keep going. And they're like, but you can't, you can't, you can't. And I'm like, fuck me, watch. Like. You can say whatever you want. Like you don't get to dictate what the public is going to buy. Like I keep offering innovative solutions. They're yes. looking at it very superficially because most massage schools, and I'm not criticizing massage schools, by the way, they only have 500 hours to get a standardized curriculum through to get the students ready to work at a big box chain like Massage Envy. They don't have mm -hmm. the time to teach business, entrepreneurship, social media marketing. Like, right. I want to teach that. Guess what the students do when they come to the class in person? When, when I take a, a break after lunch and we talk about business, guess what they do? Oh. 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 So yeah. massage therapists on the whole, not everybody, there are, there are exceptions to this. Most of the massage therapists don't want to do the business side. They want the yeah. owner to do the business side. And they've also been trained by school owners who are abjectly afraid of social media. They block social media. You can't use phones in a school. It's against our rules. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. We're in the age of TikTok. This is not going away. This gets potent and stronger every day, and I just embrace it and continue to try to evolve. Yeah. Massage therapists who want to build their own practices, this is a key tool in getting that to happen. What's up, Theo? Everybody, welcome Theo to the podcast. Yay. It's your first yes, podcast. Theo. He's only one year old. <laughs> I know so, everyone always wants to see Theo. Yeah. It's just a little needy today. It's okay. So um, look at it from my perspective. For other people, they go, oh, is it okay if my kid? And I'm like, 
they see Kelly. They see that Kelly's a mom. They see that Kelly is struggling to like build a business and be an entrepreneur and take care of her kids. <laughs> and, and guess what happens to my overall brand? Oh, Robert's like supporting moms. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Like there, yeah. there's a level of authenticity. And that was the thing that struck me about Gary. There was a sort of immigrant yeah. like street hustle to his business yeah. acumen. Right. All I ever did was try to solve a problem, but it was like there were certain people in the massage industry were like, no, you can't solve it that way. And I go, Why? yeah. And they're like, yeah. this isn't, this isn't massage. And I go, okay, if it yeah. is in fact not massage, we don't need licenses in all 50 States. Yeah. Oh boy. I, I teach on the internet via four camera angles. If that's the case, that's a wonderful new market for me. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. The total issue is you film what you do, you show people who you are, you draw the clients that you need, and then you get a chance to pivot and you go, okay, do you want to open a facility? Do you want to teach? Do you want to hire therapists? Do you want to buy a building and rent it out? Like there's tons of additional business options yeah. on top of what you're currently doing. I'm always encouraging the students to follow their dreams and just document that process. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think like going back to the actual like massage itself, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if people are asking good enough questions like, and they're in, Oh, geez, hold on. Hold on one second. So one of the things, Oh my gosh, give me one second. Do I need to pause? I can't. No, you're good. Okay. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I love about being independent is that level of communication, right? That we can have with our clients outside of the massage room. Yep. And I don't think, I don't think enough people are to, not, I don't want to say taking advantage of it, but kind of like, they're not like, and I feel like that's another point of difference with me. Like, so with the, the app that I use pocket suite, like when someone books an appointment, I don't wait for them to come into my office for that to be our first introduction to each other right so when they book an appointment and, and it's not necessarily that day unless they're scheduling for that day but i'll reach out to them on the phone right i'll, I'll shoot them a text message or I'll, I'll get on the phone with them just to introduce myself so they can kind of put like a like an like a voice to like the pictures that they see online or on google or something like that but I also feel like just because I'm getting forms, I'll read their forms, right? And a lot of times what they put in their forms are like so completely different than what they're actually coming in for, right? So if I just like waited and like I get a form and Susie says she's got like some, some low back pain, she doesn't really like deep tissue massage, right? Like, and that's really about it. So that's kind of where I'm just like, okay, well, this is interesting. So I like I had a client come in just a few days who sh she didn't really do it regularly. She's tried a lot of therapists. She actually lives right down the road from me. We found out. And she's like, you know, the last massage I got was just so painful. I had to tell her to stop. She's like, I don't like deep tissue for that reason. I was sore for so many days. She just like dug into my neck and my shoulder. She's pretty sensitive. And so one of the questions I asked her, I was like, I was like, what didn't you love about your massage, right? I get that's so much clarity for me. Like, what doesn't she want in a massage? 
that's, I feel like that's a lot different from what did you like about it? I also want to know what you didn't like about it. Like, and she told me straight up, she's like, it was, it was too much. It was uncomfortable. So we're getting, I, she's on the table. I ended up doing some like table tie stuff on her, like sideline. I knew she was kind of sensitive up here in her neck, but I was very communicative with her. And I said, you do care if we just try something a little bit different. I'm going to get you on your side. I want to see, you know, how you react to some of the work on your neck. Right. And, and traps and all that stuff. And she was like, okay, no, she's like, no, I'm, I'm open to that. And, um, she was like, okay, well, I mean, it's definitely a little bit sore. Like it's definitely tender in that area, but she's like, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. But no one ever, like, no one's ever really talks me through it. You know, they just kind of glide over that issue or they don't even ask you about it at all. So it's not that it wasn't necessarily like the pressure. Give me a second that, hold on. Ugh, CEO, what are we doing here? Can you see me still or no? Yes. <clears throat> you're fine okay because mine just closed and won't back, go back open um it wasn't necessarily that she didn't like the pressure but it was just that how I applied it it was like the application of it and I think it was definitely that communication where a and you talk about this a lot I know it's that communication where if you address their concerns or what they've told you they'll feel more comfortable with you from the yeah. beginning and I just, you know, I think, I think most people just aren't addressing things like that. And I think the, okay, she doesn't like deep tissue. So we're just going to go light on her and, yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, then and that, that notion, like she didn't like deep tissue. There's like, to me, I go, well, what does that mean? What is your experience yeah. of deep tissue? What did you have that you didn't like? And they're like, they just kept yes. jamming an elbow. And I go, oh, okay. My yeah. session's at three hours. Um, I have a client I'm working with right now named Dallas and Dallas works in landscaping. <laughs> She was having pain on her elbow that was like an eight out of a pain scale. She told me yesterday when she left that she was afraid that she was going to get divorced because her pain was so bad. Now I'm gonna have another conversation with her about that because we've done eight to 10 sessions that I filmed in total, literally the entire, yeah. the entire sessions. Her arm pain is mostly gone, yeah. like to a zero, from an eight to a zero. And then okay. like she has other stuff that she's coming in for. When I first sat and talked with her, this is in the recording. I probably talked to her for 20 minutes before yeah. I ever put hands on her at all. Right. Because what yeah. I'm doing is not just finding out about her elbow pain. I'm like, okay, how's that affecting your life? How's it mm -hmm. affecting your work? How's it affecting your relationships? And then right. I've had clients, this happens all the time. If it's chronic pain, I've had clients that have been in chronic pain for years who literally start crying during the intake because I'm communicating yeah. with them about it, not to just find out about their pain, to find yeah. out how they're interacting with their pain. Yeah. To be able to tailor the session to like what's going to help them the most. So it comes across as this extremely caring, nurturing space to be able to do this manual therapy over the course of three hours that's designed in such a way to help them with their chronic pain and not create a recurring client. I tell them all the time, I'm like, listen, it's not a revolving door. The goal yeah. is not to get you to come back 20 times. If I could deliver a session and work on you once and it goes away, amazing. Yeah. I like repetition. I like seeing clients. I like maintenance. Yeah. But yeah. My, my goal is to help you out of pain. That's what I dealt with. That's what I try to help my clients with. From that foundation, Dallas is like an amazing client.
Like I get mm -hmm. along with her interpersonally. The stuff she said on camera yesterday was uh, a little risque, let's shall we say. <laughs> she talks about her personal I life in a way that I'm like, you know, this is being recorded, right? <laughs> but <Don't care. laughs> the, the issue is the the longer session and the structure. I just kept oh. looking at the service and saying it was kind of like a chef because I talked to you about food. Remember, I talked about bulgogi and like Korean food yeah. and yeah. try to find out what your background and history was. Um, I looked at the bodywork as, and these are both options. You got fast food and you got five course, ten course fine dining. Yeah. And I was like, what? And me personally, I, I love fast food, by the way. What do I want yeah. to do? And I'm like, I want to create this. Uh -huh. I want local farm-raised ingredients that are locally sourced, that support the local farmers, that allow me to tweak the ingredients in various ways because I'm getting produce and products that aren't available to most people at the supermarket. So we can create Noma, like some crazy, it's a foam and it's got like local Austin ingredients. I wanted that in body work. I wanted yeah. to sit and be able to talk with the client for three hours if need be. And then 90 minutes, they're going to fall asleep. The other 90 minutes is like, listen, is it right there? Is that where the pain? Cool. It's like, if I shear in the back, is that it? Those little nuances gave me a service that completely stood out. It wasn't just going to yeah. eat. It was like a fine dining yeah. experience. They couldn't get somewhere else. Yeah. And, and that thing, I was like, this works. Like, and I think I can teach it. I just got to keep, you know, building yeah. that process. The reason I'm so uh, adamant about social media is I can really <laughs> only teach you what I've done and what my experience is. This completely changed my entire life. If, if I had not done this, there would be no workbooks, DVDs, online training, four camera angles. Like I never would have really gotten started. I got a ring light over here. Like I never, I never yeah. would have done any of that had I not gotten started. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just got to start somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, one of my last clients, uh, she came in from LinkedIn and she's an HR professional. So she's at a desk a lot. And, um, she, I kind of, she's had a few with me. She's definitely regular now. She's like every two weeks. And so the first few I did, it was kind of like that, you know, traditional massage. Um, and then like this last time was, was different. It was more table type stuff for 90 minutes. And she, um, after, after we were done and we're kind of out in the lobby and like, we're doing payment and all that stuff. She was like, so what is this training that you're doing? Cause like, I talk about it. Like I said, I talk about it on LinkedIn a lot and, uh, that's where she found me. She's like, what, what is this training that you're doing? And she's like, are you teaching it? And I was like, no, 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 I, I have a teacher, but he's in Austin and we do a zoom thing like once every month. And she's like, oh, she's like, no, she's like, that's really cool. She's like, I just, from how like you conducted yourself in like just the the vibe of it she's like I I would assume that you were like teaching this stuff and I was like no um I'm not I mean that might be a path that I consider like in the future you know um but that just gave me confidence as to like how I'm approaching it I, and, and like kind of like how it's being received from my clients so far so that was really cool to hear <laughs> yeah.
Um, but then I had a question about um, what does that look like with, like, if someone wanted to train more and then, you know, get certified in, you know, next level pain relief, like, what does that look like, right? So it's a little, little murky and I'm still working on the pieces. We don't have a finalized registered trademark for next level pain relief yet. Okay. It's still a TM. The, the goal, regardless of the name, is to get the student certified, yeah. get the students on a business plan where I'm helping outsource some of their social media, video production and editing to assist the student with their business. Yeah. And then if you decide, hey, I want to teach, I'm very like open at the moment where I just go, okay, Kelly, cool. Let's just keep working. And it, basically when you tell me I'm comfortable, I want to start teaching and I go, okay. Yeah. Are we teaching intro and table tie or are we teaching the yeah. new curriculum? Because I'm, yeah. de I'm developing new curriculum. So the deal is I just work that out with the student. And then over time, what I'm going to have to do is use the current video editing software, Teachable, the online school, to have a training module for teachers so that there's okay. a teacher training program within Next Level Pain Relief. You get certified as a practitioner, you get certified as a trainer, I guess, and then we just continue to supplement and build. Gotcha. I've been working with Kristen and Danielle locally, and then Jennifer Brooks in Washington State to continue building that, and okay. I just tweak it as I go. So I rely on students like you and our first podcaster, Teddy, <laughs> Theo there, to be able to get information to like tweak it to make it work for yeah. you. Does it make sense? There's some things I'm doing that I've never done before, so I just kind of learn as I go. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's really cool. Are you are you okay? Yeah, we might have to head out soon, but um, I guess that was really it. Like, I just kind of wanted to share um, like my experience so far, yeah, and how things are going and stuff like that, and um, yeah, like I just. She told me that and I was like, you know, I, and I do love teaching. Like I've always loved, you know, I was a person in massage school. I was like teaching other people. Cause I do have a degree in exercise science. So like, I, I learned all that stuff already. Right. And so like, I do love teaching. I feel like that could be a definite like thing for me in the future. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you some questions. About sure. it, so and, yeah, and, like and the said, thing like, is, as we go with training, just give me feedback. If you have certain ideas or things, like I'm, I'm still learning as I go. I'm not perfect in any way. Yeah. Um, right now, I've got next level pain relief and I've got the time massage jam. And the time okay. massage jam, we're about to add like a couple's massage class to this for various reasons. Because okay. I'm trying to scale this out in a different way. And then I'm just going to continue testing and building as I go. The new curriculum, it's going to be interesting because I'm trying to push the students further. Right now, yeah. even just getting to the students to the mat is like a Herculean feat. But oh, yeah. it's because unless somebody provides the business where the clients just come in, the students, for the most part, don't really want to make their own businesses. When I say this, this is big scale, huge national yeah. market. They don't want to build their own businesses that are mat based when they've never seen anybody have a mat based business that was successful. Sure. Yeah. 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 Besides you. <laughs> yeah. And then even that it's like, it's, but it's like a statistical anomaly, right? They just yeah. assume it's something about me and it's like, 
No, yeah. you have to do certain things, but I'm also, when I talked about helping you with some of the business side, the edit video editing and such, mm -hmm. I really think, I was thinking about this. So next level pain relief, great. I think some students will study with me just when they see what happens to your business and your social media when you sign up for this. When they see your social media go on autopilot and realize that you're making money because all you're doing is like putting your phone on a tripod, recording a session. When people yeah. see that, other massage therapists are going to go, well, I want yeah. that. And it's like, well, how do I yeah. buy this? And it's like, you get certified, yeah. then you buy the business package. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because for me, uh, part of the struggle right now, even when I talk to Kristen, uh, Danielle, uh, Wendy locally, is there's a little bit of a back and forth between in-person classes and online. Yeah. And now I'm kind of juggling what feels like two businesses simultaneously to try to figure out how much of the business is online via cameras and how much of it is actual hands-on instruction in person. Okay. Okay. Which also, if you decide to teach, extends to you because I have to help you figure out, okay, how much of your teaching is online via cameras and in person. Yeah. They're, and yeah. they're very they're very different things. I had to build layer after layer to get there, <laughs> but I can help the students do so quickly. I'm just a little bit like I feel like I'm in a in a boat out in the water, like going, is, is, there, is there land yeah. out here somewhere? Because it's kind of uncharted, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Theo, what do you what do you what? This is your first podcast. You can't cry on your first podcast. We're broadcasting <laughs> to the world here. I know. Just one of those days, you know, just had to be one of those days. Normally yeah. he's down for a nap, but we had like no sleep last night. So he, yeah. uh, we're going to try to get there soon. But um, okay. but yeah, um, I appreciate it. I, I will let you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, like if I have any questions, like, yeah, I always, I, I'm not afraid to ask. So sure. Yeah. And we, and we can do these again. Um, don't feel like rushed in any way. If you have certain questions that you want to address in this format, it's completely fine. Okay. Cool. So okay. good for today? Yeah, we're good for today. Cool. Listen, I'll talk to you soon. If you need anything, just reach out. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, Theo. You don't have to close it.